Hi there, this is James McNair, king of the single subject cookbook. I've got Judd busy mixing up a bowl of cake batter, so I'm introducing oh, this, the show. This is delicious, James. Get your finger out of that bowl. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Contaminate my batter. This episode features actress and vintner Taylor Bartolucci. She's a fun and funny young lady with a long family history here in Napa Valley. You'll certainly enjoy hearing her stories. But before we begin, I'd like to invite you to visit Judd's winery, Judd's Hill. It's right there on the south end of the Silverado Trail and is open daily to visitors looking to experience the finest hospitality and wine. Visiting information can be found at www.judshill.com. While online, have a look at their quirky videos. You may even see a cameo from yours truly in the This Is Art episode of Judd's Enormous Wine Show. Be sure to put some wine in your shopping cart, and as a perk for being a listener to this show, type in coupon code JNVS in lowercase letters on checkout, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. If you want a better deal than that, as well as invitations to great events, join the Judd's Hill Wine Club. There's no cost to sign up, and good times and fine wines are guaranteed. Now, let's meet the abundantly talented Miss Bartolucci. Enjoy the show. Mm, this is so buttery. Mm, yeah, it's a good batter. You did a good job. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show is back. On the air, I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Fingelstein. Good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. Top of the day. Top of the day to you. You know, it has been several weeks since we've sat down together here in the studio. That's right. And lots has happened. And before we get to the obvious, which is on everyone's minds here in Napa Valley, let's we'll get to that in a few minutes, but let's step back and talk about what's happening in the life of Lauren. I know you guys had a big night last night, did you not? Oh, we did. Tell me. Uh, well, me and my friends from Everybody's a Star, once again, for the second year in a row, got to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game during the seventh inning stretch at the Giants game. And how did it go? Well, if I was, I think it's Mike Kruko, I'd say this game is out of here. <laughs> so when you We say, had a great time. Of course, I'm, I'm sure you did. And when you say you sang at the game, it wasn't just you were, you know, you went up to get a hot dog and sang the song next to the refreshment stand. You were actually singing it on microphone for the entire stadium to enjoy, correct? Yes, at the same location like uh, last year. Which I was fortunate enough to attend, so that's very cool. Big hit. I'd say standing ovation, but people would have been standing even if they weren't supposed to be standing anyway for the seventh inning stretch because you're just that good. uh, Yeah, well, we didn't see it anyway. We were just looking at the camera the whole time. Oh, 
There's a camera. There's a TV camera. Is there a recording? Do we get to play this on our show one day? Well, Howard says he's going to work on that. Howard Sapper, the head of Everybody is a Star. Yes, sir. Okay, well... Get on them. I want that. And then the previous Friday, I did see you at Trader Vic's in Emeryville, where we had our Judd's Hill winemaker luau, and you attended again. Thank you. And no problem. Introduced the band. I gotta say, when when you took to the mic, people were already cheering before you even said anything. You have this effect on folks. Folks get excited when Lauren Mole, announcer extraordinaire, is in the room. Well, there you go. The anticipation, I could feel it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Tell it like it is, John. <laughs> That's how it is. You got it. And then a bit of sad news. I wanted to get your take on this. Somebody who I admired and respected since I was a youngin and when I went to school to study journalism and broadcasting was somebody I looked up to and kind of studied his style. But uh, an announcing legend passed away, Don Pardo. Oh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about Don? Any remembrances? You being knowledgeable of announcers throughout history? Well, I, I, I sure am going to miss him. He, he was one of those broadcasting legends that I'll never forget. You know, I used to watch, I used to watch Saturday Night Live every week, and I, I think I am still going to watch it. You know, after after his sudden departure. Yeah. Well, good, good. And he and he and Art Fleming are once again reunited in heaven, recreating the original Jeopardy. That's right. He was one of the original Jeopardy uh, announcers, was he not? That's right. He and- was Art. He was Art Fleming's uh, sidekick. That's it. And in the Weird Al Yankovic video for I Lost on Jeopardy, there you go. Uh, he makes an appearance in that. What a character he must have been. Yes, yeah, so rest in peace, Don Pardo. You will be missed. Indeed. All right, let's, let's talk about what's on everybody's mind, shall oh, we? Oh, sure. And that is the big earthquake we experienced here in Napa Valley. And Napa is uh, in the midst of dealing with, recovering from, I mean, honestly, personally, it was a, it was a terrifying experience. You know, it happened in the middle of the night. Power went out immediately in my house. It was pitch dark. The, 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 the violence of that shaking was just, uh, to me, incredible. Like, I still think back, and I, I can't believe my house was shaking that hard and did not fall down, thank goodness. Luckily, you know, my family is okay. Uh, everybody okay with you, Lauren? Oh, yeah, everybody's okay. Uh, very glad to hear that. I want to thank the folks here at KVON, KVYN, Bob St. Laurent, Larry Sharp. The power got knocked out immediately. First thing I did was turn on the local station to hear the news, and all I got was, shh, uh-oh, this is... This is pretty bad, but they got in here in the pre-dawn uh, darkness. Ben Webster, the chief engineer, they got generators going. They got on the air, I think, in less than an hour after the quake, and were here pretty much all day just broadcasting as news came in. And it was very nice to have that local angle. You know, it's a small station, but they, they stuck with it. So thanks, Larry. Thanks, Bob, for keeping us informed as uh, we went through it. There are folks, you know, the downtown area, we see the pictures on the news of buildings that have you know had some crumbling. It looks really bad. And... You know, in some parts it really is. But I do want folks to know beyond Napa, locals, I think, already realize this. But if you're listening from afar or online elsewhere and you had plans to come to Napa, still come to Napa. You know, Napa's open for business. Uh, our winery, Judd's Hill, we had a couple bottles break. Really, it was very minimal. We got off lucky. I've seen some pictures of barrels toppled, and I can only imagine what those people are feeling. I mean, as somebody who makes my soul living from being a winemaker, and that represents my livelihood as it does for so many and seeing it scattered about, it's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I feel very fortunate that we really got through with just a few broken bottles in our tasting room, uh, broken bottles of wine as well as some barbecue sauce that we have over there. So it looked like quite a mess in the tasting room, but it smelled delicious. It was like a nice lunch. It got me hungry. Wiped that up, did a little rug doctoring, and you know we were open for business. And when I left there at 11 a.m., the place was full of visitors, which was nice to see. We had a couple from Alabama, actually two couples visiting from Alabama. Oh. 
So I stopped in and said hello at their table at the winery, and they, they're staying in San Francisco. I said, did you feel the quake? They're like, yeah, it rocked and rolled in our hotel room. I said, look at you. People come every day from around the world to visit California to, to do what you've done, you know, San Francisco, Napa Valley, you've biked across the Golden Gate Bridge, you've done all these great things that people expect to do, wine tasting, and, and you got the bonus, you got to experience a real live California earthquake. And, you know, they laughed and they said, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, we got a story to tell our friends, if nothing else. Uh, Some of the reports I think have been kind of funny. I mean, do people not check facts around here, Lauren? Maybe they do. Some some have been fine, but (laughs) there was a video from one of the San Francisco television stations showing a live shot of a vineyard. Now we know vineyards and there were a bunch of grapes on the ground. Our guest today, and you, you know, we haven't given you a proper introduction, but you can feel free to pipe in here. You know that during the growing season, sometimes you'll go through and you'll drop some of the fruit on purpose. You'll cut off the fruit, thin the crop. It helps intensify, you know, flavors in the remaining grapes. And, you know, there are other reasons you do it. But basically the grapes, you cut them and they just fall. You don't really collect them. There's not much to do with them. And they were saying this earthquake was so hard it shook the grapes right off of the vines can you imagine the intensity that it would shake the grapes off the vines that was an honest to goodness news report did you see that i saw that clip you did oh that was just pretty special (laughs) that was something and as we're sitting here some of this equipment has been borrowed because of you know the earthquake so i know we're live on air but would you would you speak into the mic one more time i want to make sure come i would i am we couldn't really do this off the air so we're doing a sound check right now it seems to be working I don't know. It's kind of soft. Maybe we'll get someone in here. What else do I want to say about that? But just just folks who might be listening, just come in. Enjoy Napa. We're, we're here for you. All right. <laughs> Anything else we need to say about that? Nope. Okay. I mean, there's tons I do want to say, but we do have a guest here. Oh, we do. And I want to uh, get to her. She's got lots to say. We've got lots to talk about. Uh, Lauren Mole, would you please give her a proper introduction? Absolutely, Judd. A most gifted thespian. <laughs> The critics all hail her. She's also a vintner, grape grower, and maybe hay baler? (laughs) Whether it's wine or the theater, she's never a failure. Let's welcome today our guest, Krusty Old Sailor. What? (laughs) Krusty Old Sailor? (laughs) Just kidding, folks. It's Bartolucci, Taylor. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Thank you for clearing that up. That's a lot better. (laughs) You know, I thought it would be fun to add, you know, one of your roles... um, uh, played a stripper in a trailer, but uh, I did. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Lauren didn't think that would be so yeah. appropriate here. That seems to be everybody's favorite role that I've played. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taylor Bartolucci. Yes, uh, we kind of turned it around to rhyme for Lauren here today. I liked it. Local gal makes good <laughs> star of the stage, but as well, you grew up in the wine business as well. I did. Yeah, you know, your family is one of the the longest. What am I trying to say? You've been around a long time. Oldest winemaking family still making wine today in the Napa Valley. Second oldest? Mm hmm. We used to be the third, but now we're the second because, I think, was it Raymond that sold? They did, yes. you know, some time ago. Yeah. Um, so how long? It's been like over 90 years your family has been in the wine business here in Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I like the applause. Uh, my great-grandpa started the winery in 1922. 92 so, years then, wow. Mm-hmm, up in Oakville originally. Mm-hmm. And then in the 70s, we sold, we had about over 300 acres, the property that currently Opus One has, a bunch of property in Yachtville, Oakville, Rutherford. We sold all that in the 70s. My father purchased 160 acres out in Carneros 
and the acre and a half where the winery is now, which is on the corner of Old Sonoma Road and Highway 121. And we've been there ever since. And give the name. Uh, Madonna Estate Winery. Yes, yes. Yeah, very convenient. We, unfortunately, uh, were not as fortunate oh, is that <laughs> in right? the earthquake. Okay, so you anticipated my next question. How would you yeah. guys fare? We uh, we had a little bit of a rough go. Oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. The tasting room was similar. We had broken bottles, but it, it was our cellar that took probably the biggest hit. Um, oh, barrels, barrels down. And I think my parents, I live just down the road, Foster Road. My parents picked me up. I think around 4 a.m. And we went straight to the winery. We pulled up and there was wine just coming out of the roll-up door onto the the pavement out front. So we knew there was some issues, but nothing that can't be fixed. No one was hurt. We had a closed Sunday Mm -hmm. for cleanup and then spent all of yesterday finding creative ways. It was like a... A real life Jenga game with oh, barrels, no, really oh. <laughs> full barrels. But we had an awesome crew of people who came, a ton of support, people calling and asking if we needed help, and uh, they managed to ratchet up all the barrels and yeah. um, and the ones that were s- saved, I should say, and get it cleaned up. So, oh, thank goodness for our Napa community. Yeah, it really was incredible how many people from near and far, you know, called, offered help, assistance. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear and they and that they actually did come out to you. I I received many calls of folks from Southern California and across the country. Like, if you need something, I can be there. Yeah. We're very fortunate we didn't need much. The house was a mess, and we did take advantage of some family and friends' offers to come over and help right. us shovel the debris out of the <laughs> house. Right. And you guys, the winery, I mean, is very close to the epicenter of this Yeah, quake. we were like a mile away. And my parents live out in Carneros as well, off of Duhigg Road. So mm-hmm. luckily, their house was fine. But Oh, good, um, good. My, my husband is a city of Napa police officer, so... Yeah. The second it happened, we had a welfare check, and they said, okay, you're on duty. So he was gone. <laughs> as long as you're all right, get <laughs> yeah, out there, right? Taylor, you're okay? All right, you're on duty. So I was like, well, I'm not staying here alone in the dark. <laughs> all right, so what'd you do? Where'd so, you go? Well, we just went straight to the winery and started cleaning oh, up. Oh, just yep. immediately. As, immediately. As we, yeah. Folks were out and about in that darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, We went out of the house. It was like there was a block party going on. People were out with flashlights, checking in on each other. Right. You know, do you need anything? Very uh, old school mentality kind yeah. of popped up, and I I love that. I think that's a true testament to who Napa is as a community, who we are. It was great. Absolutely, you know we've <laughs> had our share of times here with you know various floods in the past, right? and now this earthquake, and it seems like every time people are just there for you, and even. Even in smaller instances, and this is what I love about our community, during harvest, like say a pump breaks down. Oh, yeah. You know, one of your neighbors at another winery will have one there for you mm-hmm. within the hour. They're just very friendly, down-to-earth uh, folks, just always happy to help. You know, the other morning in the darkness, my neighbor had a wrench in his hand and was shutting off my gas before I even oh. had a chance to go, oh. like, find my tools. And Oh, that's nice. It was great. Well, we're going to need uh, all new lab equipment at our winery. Is that right? Everything shattered. Oh, so, no. So I'll, I might be asking for favors from local wineries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they'll be happy to help. Yeah. I want to talk about you. Uh-oh. You know, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Forget this earthquake nonsense. <laughs> right. And not that it's nonsense. Shouldn't mm-hmm. take it lightly. But you've got such a good story to tell. And this show is about the characters and personalities of Napa Valley <laughs> that make it so interesting. And you are one of those. So you grew up in this wine business. I did. What was your role as a kid? Oh, I was a brat. I was a total brat. I just ran around the vineyard 
throwing Barbies in the, <laughs> you know, in the lake. I would go to the winery and follow my dad around, help mm-hmm. him with frost because when I when I got up early and went out in the pickup truck with him to turn on the wind machines, we always got donuts afterwards. Oh, that was a big in, big incentive. And you like donuts. I did at that time. Oh, yeah? I try and stay away from donuts now because I have lots of costumes to fit into. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. You know, if anybody <laughs> ever offers you donuts, I've... Yeah. Good to know. Steer clear, but okay. as a kid... Lauren, you got good. that? Yeah. No donuts for Taylor over here. <laughs> All right. Okay, so... Yeah, it, it was fun. You know, I, I helped out. I was born and raised here. Grew up going to local schools, St. John's Catholic. Mm-hmm. And um, we live in Carneros, so I... I also went to St. Francis and then Justin Siena for high school. So local through and through. For through me. and through. And at what point yeah. did you did you discover that the acting bug was within you? I mean, now. Oh man. We didn't really introduce you. So I said star of the stage and whatnot, but <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you you are one of Napa Valley's most well known. I'm going to say in Northern California and probably think California but within Napa Valley. I mean, you're certainly a star, uh. <laughs> a star of the stage. So at what point? Did you get into this? I mean, must have been as a little one as yeah. well. Yeah, I was a little kid. Um, you know, I said I was a brat. I was always singing and being overly dramatic. We have videos of, you know, me singing in the living room and the front door opens. You could see in the background my dad walk in and he just goes, oh, and then turns and walks out. <laughs> yeah, I was always. She's at it again. Yeah, I was always active. I did my first show when I was four. Really? I played uh, Woodstock, and you're a good man, Charlie Brown, oh. and I just kind of fluttered around the stage. <laughs> had my first role, I guess you could say, you know, mm-hmm. speaking role when I was eight. I played Molly and Annie, and from uh. then on, yeah, I was done. I was just in everything I could be in, three, four shows a year, and then I hit my record last year. was, I think it was 11 shows in one year was last year. Amazing. And this is acting as well as you had a directorial debut as well? I did, yes. I did my first. Uh, you know, Barry Barry Martin is my partner with Lucky Penny Productions, co-founder. We have done a lot of co-directing, but okay. I went off. I did my first solo project last year, and it was What'd you think? Last. It was fun. It was, it was great, you know. The production was... It was called Wonder of the World, mm-hmm. and it was a Lucky Penny production that we performed at the Napa Valley Playhouse space, and it was a blast. It, it was a story of a crazy girl who discovers something about her husband and takes off to Niagara Falls. I, I was so fortunate to have a, a killer cast. They just made my job so very easy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and of course, you know, Barry is always by my side, which, thank God, I couldn't do without him, so... And he used to host the morning show here. He did. He's a regular here in the Napa Valley as well. Well, we've been hearing a lot from Barry Martin lately with, you know, circumstances. He is basically the spokesperson for the city of Napa. So Uh, throughout all this, we've been hearing from Barry. But he's also a very gifted actor as well. And mm -hmm. your partner in the Lucky Penny uh, Theater Company, is that the official name? Productions. 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 So let's talk about that. This is an amazing (laughs) thing. You guys found each other, started this theater company, Lucky Penny Productions. And... It's been growing like crazy. It and has. We've been bright very fortunate. things on the horizon. So, how did yes. it start off? What you've been up to? Uh, What's we, happening now? Well, we founded in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry and I were in a show together at the Napa Valley Playhouse. It was Dreamweavers Theater still then, and uh, we just started talking backstage one day, saying, "You know, I have always wanted to do this," and he said, "I've always wanted to do that," and man, I've always wanted my own theater company and wouldn't it be fun to do something creatively, you know, on our own? And we kind of looked at each other and went, well, hey, 
okay, we've always wanted to do this. And the opportunity presented itself. The Napa Valley Wine Train was having its 25-year celebration. I believe it was 25-year. 2009, probably it's 20th at that point. 20th, correct. So uh, they wanted to do something in the station itself and said, do you know anyone who could put on a show? And we said, well, we can. (laughs) And within two weeks, we came up with a name. We found a script for a show. We cast it. Uh, got a business license. Lucky Penny was originally founded as a business because it was the easiest way we could do it mm-hmm. in the beginning. And we went from there and we did our first show. It was two weeks, a Wednesday and a Thursday night. We sold out all four per- shows, all four performances. You know, it was 100 seats. There was overflow seating. And we were just thrilled. You know, it was mainly our family and friends. In the program, we said, you know, what's a five-year goal? A five-year goal for us would be to be at the Napa Valley Opera House. That would be amazing. Evie Warchowski, who was at the Opera House at that time, came to right. see the production. Um, I think she emailed us or called us a few days later and said, do you want to do a show here this fall? <laughs> went, what? <laughs> so your five-year goal was met within a couple weeks? Yeah. It within was, a couple months? It so. was kind of one of those can you pinch us moments. You know, we founded by taking, like I said, in two weeks, Barry and I both took $200 out of our personal bank account, put it into a business bank account, mm-hmm. did our first show on $400, <laughs> went from there. We've been, I, I always credit the community, our we've been so blessed with so many people who support us, who've helped us who've given their time, their energy, donations. They've just been amazing. And we've gone from there. We became a nonprofit officially two years ago. Mm-hmm. So kind of just have grown. <laughs> and now we're here we are with the Community Arts Center. So. It's wonderful. I mean, you've been such a vibrant part of our community and the artistic community. And it seems like you are just going to be furthering that for yourselves and for others uh, with this new arts center. Let's, let's hear what's happening there. You've got a whole new space. Mm-hmm. We do. You know, ever since the beginning, since 2009, when we founded, our goal was, yes, to create a a professional quality production company. But also, Napa is such a fantastic community. And uh, yet, we don't have an art center here Mm. in town. Uh, Barry and I have been fortunate in performing with companies and traveled. Roanert Park, Santa Rosa, Fairfield, Vacaville. Most communities local to us have some kind of government-funded community center or a community arts center that has been a nonprofit founded that way, and we we really don't. We had uh, the Napa Valley Playhouse. We still have the Napa Valley Playhouse, which is a fantastic community theater organization. Unfortunately, they just lost their space. They are going to continue on, which is great, but their facility itself is is no longer in use. So the only theaters here locally of use to the community are the Napa Valley Opera House, which is now City Winery, Mm -hmm. as you know, and the Lincoln Theater. And there are so many different obstacles in terms of performing with them, be it financial, date restrictions, time Uh, restrictions. So we really, it was very important for Barry and I to kind of use this momentum that we have created to create something that's beneficial for the whole community. There are schools that need to perform that don't have that theater space or the money to rent, you know, one of the larger facilities like Lincoln Theater. So that's really where this stemmed from. We rented a 7,200 square foot warehouse in North Napa. 
off of Industrial Way, mm-hmm. and it's in construction phase right now, and it's going to have a theater space in a, a black box setting. So what we're having is movable risers so that you can configure the theater space in however you'd like, in oh, round, see. thrust, proscenium, so be it. But you can also take out the risers, take out the chairs, have a meeting venue, event venue. You can have a, a mobile art gallery come in. Oh. We have a lobby space and also a private vocal piano any instrument teaching facility, uh, a rehearsal space, full scene shop, costume shop, and then a whole nother unit, which is to be determined. What we're talking about is making a visual art center so that artists can rent a space there, keep their belongings so they don't have to have it at their house. And they can paint, sculpt, paint, sculpt do whatever they Really create, do. yeah, an arts, what's we're calling it an arts creation zone, you know, not just a performance. You, we love the theaters that are gorgeous with the red curtains and the red of carpet. Course. But that's not what this is going to no. be. This is a very, you know, homegrown uh, working space where all different art forms can come together and have a place to combine and use their talents. That is fantastic. And yeah. on behalf of the community... Thank you for that. I've been handed, I have to interrupt now, and then we're going to yeah. go to break, but we're going to talk more. I've been handed a bulletin here, and it says... Um, from Sharpie. Yeah, the, from Larry Sharp, our director of uh, news and the GM here at KVON. The CHP is closing the southbound number one lane of Highway 29 at the approach to the Butler Bridge. That's the Southern Crossing. Uh, they're doing this for additional inspection and possible repairs to the approach. There's some settlement of the soil in the approach area that needs to be addressed, but there is no damage to the bridge itself detected. Drivers are encouraged to use alternate routes. That would be Imola Avenue to southbound 221 uh, to avoid delays. The length of the lane closure is undetermined at this point. So keep that in mind. They're closing southbound number one lane of Highway 29 to the approach of the Butler Bridge. We're going to take a break. This is Judd's Napa Valley Show. We're with Taylor Bartolucci. We're going to find out a little bit more about her acting, the wine biz, a few surprises we may throw out her, and, oh, it looks like you even brought me a present. Well, let's look at that when we get back, too. (laughs) We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. La, 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 la. Everyone's a Fingal friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live in Reno at KVON.com, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. Reno? Yes, sir. Well, I guess so. Anyone that has a computer and an internet connection can hear our show on KVON.com live or can pick it up later at uh, iTunes just by looking up Judd's Napa Valley Show. Absolutely. You couldn't have been more right about that. Thank you. I appreciate your support, Mr. Lauren Mole. No problem. Right on. And we have today Taylor Bartolucci. Your family's been in Napa Valley. We just realized in the wine biz, 92 years. Mm-hmm. You are well known not only as a vintner, um, but as an actor here uh, in the community and beyond. Before we get back to that, it looks like you brought me a present. Can can I, I have did. it? Can you have it? Can you give it to me? You can definitely have it. Unfortunately, we cannot make it play its sound on air because oh, yeah? it's inappropriate. Oh, no. He looks Is pretty. this what I think it is? is this, he looks cute. Is this honey badger? It is. It's a stuffed honey badger. It, <laughs> it has a very menacing look. I can only imagine what it says. It's his teeth. On the air, yeah. Well, My, what big teeth you have. <laughs> 
Do you mind? I mean, I, I appreciate you bringing me a present. It's always yeah. nice to be gifted by my guests, but I'd love to share it with a listener. If I that's would okay. love that. Is that cool? It, it needs to go to a, a happy home here. <laughs> and somebody that's not too uptight, I guess. I haven't heard what it says, but it has a foul mouth. A little bit. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you would like a foul mouth stuffed honey badger, <laughs> all you got to do is if you're at your computer or your smartphone, get on Twitter. And just tweet, get in my hands on Judd's goodies. You brought me some goodies. I want to give it out. So get in my hands on Judd's goodies. And you got to use the hashtag. That's the pound sign, gang, uh, with J-N-V-S. Stands for Judd's Napa Valley Show. First one to tweet that. I'll bring this back to the winery over at Judd's Hill. And uh, you can pick it up in the next couple days. So get your hands on that. Tweet, get in my hands on Judd's goodies with hashtag J-N-V-S. Taylor. What's your role these days in the winery? Not your role in acting, but what are you doing with the family biz? Oh, I do uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I like to say I'm my dad's private secretary okay. because we share an office. Uh-huh. So I'm in perfect reaching distance for him to just reach over and hand me something to do. I see. But I, I do that. I uh, manage our tasting room staff mm-hmm. and pretty much a little bit of everything. <laughs> You're involved in winemaking as well? I mean- I am specifically this harvest. I, I took the past two harvests off working back in the cellar, but this year I'm going to get back in the cellar and get my hands dirty a little bit. Where do you have any time? I mean, I know you went to Davis, you got your certificate in winemaking, yet you are in, we're in 11 productions last year. Like, how do, yeah. how do you balance all this? I'm psychotic. Okay. Is basically then that's what the answer. Boils you leave it at that. <laughs> I have no life. Oh. No, uh, you know, I've, I've, I always say I'm very blessed in that I have the family that I have and I I was blessed to be born into, you know, a winemaking family and have this opportunity. I I went to Pepperdine University and got a degree in theater but then did get a additional certificate degree in winemaking mm-hmm. from Davis. Came back, started working for the winery, but they understand that theater is is really my passion. Mm-hmm. It has been my passion my whole life, so they support me if I need to leave early to get to a rehearsal in Santa Rosa or wherever. They they let it slide a little bit. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, they're Isn't great. It wonderful to have that kind of support in the mm-hmm. family. You know, you're talking about the arts center that you guys are building mm-hmm. with Lucky Penny. And, you know, winemaking, I always view as an artistic endeavor as well. Do you have a philosophy about that? Oh, it very much is. I credit my dad. He is, winemaking is his passion, and it's very much an art form. And for him, you know, the blending process. At our winery specifically, we don't blend varietals. We're 100% varietals. So oh, okay. 100% Pinot Noir, 100% Merlot, Cab, so on and so on. But uh, we do use the different oak barrels, the different toasting, and that's how we blend the stainless steel, the barrel. Flavor palette so, right there. Exactly. So he spends a lot of time blending, and, and that's really an art form to him. True. He's he's. Very good at what he does, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. I've had to, your wine many to, times. Toot my dad's horn. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> there you go. And if anybody would like to visit your dad's wine. <laughs> yes, our family winery, Madonna Estate. We're located, <clears throat> pardon me, at the corner of Old Sonoma Road and Highway 121. We are open for business. Uh, you can visit us online, madonnaestate.com. Perfect. Yeah, open daily. I was doing a little web surfing earlier. Oh, no. You know, looking up, I happened to find this, I don't know what you call it, it's like casting sheet resume. You put it out there, you're 
your lovely headshot. This is a great photo of you, oh, by the way. Thank you. Uh, is on there. It gives your stats that you are indeed female, uh, blonde. <laughs> Good to your know. Your eyes are hazel. You know, your height and weight. I don't have to give that up. But <laughs> thank I'm surprised you. they put that on there. But, you, you know, your sizes. Do the casting agents look at like your dress size, your shoe sizes on Oh, there? yeah. That's mainly um, for film, television. Okay. On here as well, it, it lists, <laughs> I suppose you listed things that you're involved in like general sports i guess that you're good at archery are you a trained archer i am i won the archery medal at camp wakanda <laughs> in napa when i was like three years in a row when i was eight nine or ten or all nine, right so. casting agents if you need a good archer <laughs> a, a blonde five foot eight archer you are a billiard player good at billiards i'm a good fake okay player. you know how to well you're an actress jumping rope is one of your activities oh heck yeah ping pong have you ever been cast because of your ping pong skills? I would say mainly beer pong. I excel <laughs> at that over ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> and on and on. There are so many of these. But I want to get down here to your dialect. There we go. It, it lists some of the dialects that you're good at. British. Oh, yes. I have to play a British person quite often. And Cockney, a type of British. So you... Cockney is intense, yeah. Yeah. Co- are you up for it this early? Uh, I don't know about that one. No. Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to put you on the spot because you, li- you you list here as one of your dialects. I love this, and I can't wait to ask you about this. Cheerleading. That is a mistake. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't have a cheerleading dialogue. I'll bet you can. Like, totally. You could do that. <laughs> okay. That's more Valley Girl. I don't know. I was like, I think more like, ready, okay. okay. <laughs> one, two, Three, I don't know. Lauren is appalled. I was Go Rydell. <laughs> there you go. I was in Greece, so All that right. works. Oh, and you've had some weapons training, it says here. My goodness, you are... <laughs> don't get near me. <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm staying right across this desk from you. <laughs> All right, so we're not going to get any more into this. This is good, but... Um, How red is my face right now? It's a little it's red. red. It's a little red. <laughs> I'll tell you, let's do this then. Um, I also found... Uh, this is your resume. It's not like I really found it. It's right there on your website. And these are shows that you've done and roles that you've played. And there's just so many. I figure let's let's pick up some more of the uh, well-known ones and maybe give okay. you a little quiz All right. into these roles and see if you can remember some of the lines. Awesome. Now, you mentioned way back when you were in a production of Annie with Broadway Bound, something that yes. Lauren is still involved in Broadway Bound. That's right. Awesome. So, Annie... Annie. We're doing this. This is going to be like lightning round. I'm going to mention a production. You're going to give me a line that you said. Any or, character? Or a song. Maybe your role, if not any character, well, what would I, I know? Well, I played like eight roles in Annie. All right. Give so. us, give us, give us a, a, a little snippet of a line or a tune. Okay. Well, Molly's first line was, Mama, Mama, Mommy. Very convincing. I, I, that actually made me a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a nightmare. She was I know. Up. That's kind of how it. Starts up and then Annie yeah. climbs down Annie comes and, um, and comforts her. It's my first line in a show ever. Oh, jeez. So, can't forget that one. I just want to run over and give you a hug after that. <laughs> uh, okay, going up, uh, Revenge of the Space Pandas. What oh, is that? Yeah. What is that show? I don't know that one. I did that at American Conservatory Theater in San Francisco. It was written by David Mamet, who came in and. Oh, and, really? That's a. Yeah, That's a he met play? with all of us, and he wrote the show specifically for us. Oh my goodness! And I, uh, I played. Uh, God. And you think the honey badger's foul mouth? I... <laughs> I can't imagine what your lines were in that. There were aliens and space pandas, okay. and I think I said, "Hear ye, hear ye." <laughs> Something, everyone. Little Red Riding Hood and Into the Woods. Oh, 
That was one of my favorite. What a great parts. show! Yeah, uh, lightning round. Come on. That was. Uh, we need the music. Well, I can sing this the song, and I know things now. Many valuable things that I hadn't thought to explore. Oh, so there's fantastic. a fantastic. All right, here is a show that I was in okay. in high school. Bye bye, Birdie. Oh yeah. Uh, I played the role of Albert, the uh, oh, manager. Oh, you did. I got to sing. Grace guys are gonna clear up. I played. You Rosie. played Rosie. So, do you have a tune? Uh, Spanish Rose. That was that one. <laughs> All right, going up here. You mentioned Greece earlier. You were in Greece. You played Rizzo. I did. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. <laughs> I won't finish that verse. Okay. <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof. Uh huh. I played, uh, what's her name? Goldie. Golda. Golda. Yeah, Golda. Do you love me? <laughs> do I what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move up here. Uh, Gypsy. Oh, Big Mama. Mama Rose, yeah. Uh, well, there's the songs. Everything's coming up roses. There's... Uh, oh, come on, I had a dream, Papa. Okay, there you go. There, there you go. go. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up hard. here. Uh, okay, yeah, it's early. Okay, you mentioned this is one of the one of your friend's favorite roles that you've done. We mentioned that was the uh, trailer park stripper in the Great American Trailer Park Musical. Yes, Pippi. Pippi, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, stripping is like an all-you-can-eat waffle bar. You gotta know when to walk away. <laughs> One of the best lines in the show. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, something I saw you in not too long ago, Funny Girl. Which I'm currently doing right now again. You are? Yeah. Uh, Where are you doing it? Doing it at 6th Street Playhouse in Santa Rosa. We Through opened when? last weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, we have three more weekends of it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, Sunday matinees. Wonderful. I thought you were fantastic in this. Thank I, you. I was amazed. I didn't go in skeptical, but I've run into a lot of uh, New York Jewishy type <laughs> folks, some of them in my very own family. So, you know, I've known you for some time, and you just don't strike me in your own personal life as the New York Jewishy type person, yet you're playing one of the most famous New York Jewishy type roles. Right. And I thought, well, let's see how she approaches this. And first scene sucked in. <laughs> I was sold. You, 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 you totally had it nailed down. Thank like, you. You didn't break character. The accent you affected was right on. Well, thank you. That you kept the emotional <laughs> uh, appeal of that character throughout. Well done. Thank you. I would recommend folks go see you at Sixth Street Playhouse. <laughs> okay, but you play Fanny Bryce, the star. Yeah. Um, I'm a bagel on a plate full of onion rolls. <laughs> Nobody recognizes me. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I forgot that Barbara Streisand even um, existed when I was watching do that show. That was incredible. Let's do one more. Your choice. You want to do uh, Monty Python, Spam a lot, Victor Victoria, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, oh. Funny Girl again. Since you're doing it again, let's have one more. Well, I just did Funny Girls, so uh, the bagel and the onion rolls. Uh, uh, there's a. Uh, um, I can do my rap from Spam a lot. It's a little long though. Okay, we got we got a few minutes. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Arthur's here making nights is his mission. Arthur, you are the king here rightly. Awful one and one for all daily and nightly. You want to come with me? Yo, I think so. What happens in the water stays, don't you know? In Camelot by night, I rock the mic like a vandal. But in the day, my girls and I are making some scandal. Grail, you'll hear me sing of that thing. It's a big golden cup that's all covered in bling. Diva, oh yeah, that's what they call me. Living in lakes is the only way to be. Want me? Can't have me, but you better be nice. You better be... Ah, that's it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Word. 
<laughs> totally unprepared, man. Put you on the spot, and you did that. That was Lady in the Lake, right? Lady in the Lake. Yeah. A rap I wrote for her. You want to do a quick improv? Why not? Let's do a quick improv. I know you're very into it. I am fascinated by improv. I've never really performed it, but I love the idea of... Actually, let me, let's me let do this, and then I'll explain why I love improv. Again, if you're by Twitter, I'm going to take the first tweet at hashtag JNVS. Go with a scene, a setting, a situation. I want to have that hashtag JNVS. I'm taking the first one that comes through. And while we wait for that to come, I've always loved improv because it, it's just, you never know what's going to happen. You just take an idea, you step into somebody else's world, you live there, you roll with whatever goes, you just accept it for the truth and make things happen. Yep. So let's see. Okay. The first tweet has uh, come in. Oh, there's quicksand under our chairs right now in oh, the studio. No. This is scary. What are we going to do? We got to get out right now. Judd? Yes. Judd, get up on the desk now. Oh, I, no, get on the desk get now. On the, I'm not, <laughs> uh, I'm not sinking. What? You're terrible. Oh, well. What is happening? <laughs> I'm not living in someone else's world. If this was real life, you would you That's would it. Well, be so much for my right improv now. career. Well, that was fun. <laughs> now, I was, I was all prepared. <laughs> Lauren, look at Lauren. He's, <laughs> Lauren he's is out the, the door. <laughs> out and he's gone he's lord he has physically left the building see he's a survivor see he's he's in theater he knows how to do it i'm just sitting here love improv i'm terrible at it though just abominable this is the part of the show now where i normally ask all my guests a very important question but lauren i don't know what we're gonna do now mm, i don't know we can't really ask her this is where i would ask you normally Uh-oh. taylor bartolucci vintner actress do you go nuts for donuts? And then I would reach over here and bring out. Oh this my! Box. I would bring out this box of donuts you to are, offer you a donut. You honestly, have donuts. And I have these donuts here, so Stop you know what? You don't have to eat food. one because you have costumes oh to get God, into. Oh my God! Look at them; they're but beautiful. But I want you to at least at least look at one, pick can one, I, point can to I just one. Smell them? Yeah, you can point to one that you would eat. I would if totally you... go for that one. Right I can't there. see which one that oh, is. The pink that box one. is that the. Oh, the old-fashioned maple. Yeah, old-fashioned. Everyone sure. loves that. Okay, speaking of improv. This is so mean. What, this is the meanest thing ever. What story does that donut have to tell? That donut. Um, well, it has a sad life. It's a little misshapen. Oh. I just want to cry for it. <laughs> and it, I feel like that donut was, you know, made with purpose for me. But I have to reject it <laughs> for Fanny Bryce because she has costumes. Because she lives through you now. Okay, Donut. Oh my you will God. find somebody to accept <laughs> That's you. Hilarious. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. That's right, Lauren Mole and Taylor Bartolucci. You are Ooh. familiar with the word game Mad Lives, are you not? I am. Okay. Here we go. We'll waste no time getting right to it. You know how this works. I need yes. a number. One. The number one. That's a good number. <laughs> it's the loneliest number. <laughs> it is the loneliest number. To live a do. We need to take this act on the road. Far, far down the road. A geographic location. Mm, Mount Vesuvius. Okay, Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> a noun. A banana. Banana. You're quick. It's what I ate for breakfast. A plural noun. You know, more than one thing. <laughs> Candy canes? <laughs> sure. 
Candy canes, it <laughs> is. Ah, this one is good for a thespian such as yourself. Okay. An emotion. Mm. Mm, flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. An adjective for a um, vintner such as yourself, good with descriptors. <gasps> Stinky. <laughs> Stinky. Another adjective. You just showed donuts, so yeah. rotund. <laughs> rotund. <laughs> and there we have it. So, Taylor, what I did earlier is I uh, looked up your bios what? online. <laughs> and you have just now rewritten your bios. One, uh, the first part has to do with your, ac- uh, excuse me, yeah, your acting. And the second part has to do with your life as a vintner. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. Here we go. Taylor Bartolucci, co-founder and co-executive director of Lucky Penny Productions, <laughs> is a stage veteran with more than one production under her belt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Debuting at the age of four, she has performed around Mount Vesuvius, oh. including a role as Little Red Riding Banana in Into the Woods. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, this is, this is a good resume. It, Let's talk about your winemaking, Shelley. Okay. As a fourth-generation member of the Bartolucci family, she has enthusiastically made a commitment to help carry on the, fam- <laughs> carry on the family candy canes. Oh. <laughs> mm. Taylor is flabbergasted about the future <laughs> of Madonna Estate <laughs> and is dedicated to continue the stinky grape growing. Oh, no. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> She's, she's dedicated to that stinky grape growing and rotund winemaking that has been created by three generations before her. Wow. All right. I might hire me as an actress. I don't think the winemaking <laughs> was good for that one. Taylor Bartolucci, thank you for joining us here on thank today's you. show. It has been a pleasure talking to you. Good luck with thank the you. production of uh, Funny Girl that's you're currently involved in and yeah. the future, not only of Madonna Estate, but Lucky Penny Productions website real quick. Uh, LuckyPennyNapa.com. And the Art Center sounds fabulous. Thanks for being here. Thank you. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gilamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.